Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Genesis. Now, last time we read chapter 12. Chapter 12 ended with, uh, basically, Abram and Sarah leaving Egypt and leaving Pharaoh on less than the best terms because Abram had lied and said that, you know, it was a deception. It wasn't maybe, strictly speaking, a total lie, but he had deceived Pharaoh into believing that uh, Sarai was just uh, his sister and not his wife, and that caused some issues. And so at the last, so Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they escorted him on his way with his wife and all that he had. In other words, they escorted him out. They're like, leave, take your stuff, and go. You know, <laughs> they... Again, you know, Abram was, you know, he was he was worried that they would kill him and take her, and, you know, he was scared, okay? And fear does things to us. It, it does that kind of thing to us where we make mistakes when we're afraid. Uh, we need to take time to go to the one who can help us with our fear, and that's God, and, and you know, reassure ourselves through his word and through prayer with God that, you know, he's with us. We don't need to be afraid. Um, I think that's I think that's a lesson we're seeing early on here in in the beginning of things. So because we're just still in Genesis. This is just chapter that was just chapter 12. Now we're going to read Genesis chapter 13. Uh, I am reading in the Amplified Bible. So Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and Lot, his nephew, with him into the Negev, it's the south country of Judah, this says. Now Abram was extremely rich in livestock and in silver and in gold. He journeyed on from the Negev as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, where he had first built an altar, and there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And it, this says in prayer, um, we'd also seen in, in a previous note where they say, you know, they called on the name of the Lord, they prayed, and they worshipped God. So Abram built an altar, and there Abram called on the name of the Lord. He prayed, and he worshipped, you know, to God. But Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them, meaning that it, it couldn't sustain all their grazing and water needs, you know, they just were too abundant. They had too big herds, say, while they lived near one another, for their possessions were too great for them to stay together. And there was strife and quarreling between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. Now the Canaanite and the Perizzite were living in the land at the same at that same time making grazing of the livestock difficult. So Abram said to Lot, so, you know, we had all this, you know, all this together was just making it difficult for the two of them to be right there, you know, together in the same place. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife and disagreement between you and me, nor between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, because we are relatives. Is not the entire land before you? Please separate yourself from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right, 
or if you choose the right, then I will go to the left. Now, Abram was being very generous and just saying, let's not have this strife. You choose which way you will go, and I will go the other way. He is he's deferring. He's being very nice, very generous, and deferring to Lot. Whichever way you choose, I will go the other way. It's fine, you know. And uh, that's that's that shows a very good attitude, a very loving attitude. Uh, it's just, you know, not wanting any disagreement or any strife. We should also try to be this way. Uh, with our family and our friends and our uh, and our spiritual family, our church family. Okay, so Lot looked and saw the valley of the Jordan was well watered everywhere. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. It was all like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zoar at the south end of the Dead Sea. Then Lot chose for himself all the valley of the Jordan, and he traveled east. So they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot settled in the cities of the valley, and camped as far as Sodom, and lived there. But the men of Sodom were extremely wicked and sinful against the Lord. They were unashamed in their open sin before the Lord. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had left him, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are standing, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see I will give to you and to your descendants forever. I will make your descendants as numerous as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could count the grains of dust of the earth, then your descendants could also be counted. Now first, God makes two promises here which are distinct in and of themselves, even though we may blend them together in our minds, and I know I do a lot of times. But you'll notice he says, looking around you, all around you, all the land you see, I will give to you and your descendants forever. Now, all the land you can see, that's still a pretty big territory, but that's not you know, it's not like saying he's given him the lands of all the earth and that they will dominate and possess all of it. Okay? But he says, look around you, everywhere you can see, I'm giving this land to you and your descendants. But then he says, he makes him another promise. He says, I will make your descendants as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now, there's no way that that many descendants could live in that little area. So he is telling Abram here and now, he's letting, giving him, uh, what would you say, you know, giving him warning or, or promising him that his descendants will be so numerous as the dust of the earth. You know, so that would imply then that your descendants would cover the earth because you're going to be as numerous as the dust of the earth. So that would imply, like I say, that your descendants would be so greatly numerous that you would cover the entire earth, not just this area, which he's giving, but, you know, that you would have just this huge, huge amount of people that would be your descendants. Now he's speaking, God is making this promise and speaking to him not just physically and in a natural way, but also spiritually, because we are all 
spiritually descendants of Abram. All right. So he says, Arise, walk, make a thorough reconnaissance around in the land, through its length and its width, for I will give it to you. Then Abram broke camp and moved his tent and came and settled by the grove of the great terebinths, or oak trees, of, I'm going to say, Mamre, the Amorite, which are in Hebron, and there he built an altar to honor the Lord. So here, again, Abram is faithful. He's following God's instructions. Now we know from our past chapter that Abram wasn't perfect. You know, just like we're not perfect, Abram wasn't perfect. He made mistakes, but he was following God and he was faithful to do that. You know, we're, and that's what we should, that's what we should be doing. That's what we should do as an example. We should be following God, doing what we know to do. And understanding that we're going to still make mistakes. We're still going to make mistakes, but we're human. But, uh, but Abram is, is faithful. He, he breaks his camp. He moves his tent, you know, and he's, uh, he's going to, how does, how does he say this again? Walk around in the land through its length and width, for I will give it to you. So, and that's, that's part of God's promise to him. And that is the land, the nation, what we think of as the, the territory, the area of, of Israel. Um, all that was given to them by God. So, but, but there's also this, this other promise that's more than just a physical promise, but a spiritual promise in that his descendants would be like the dust of the earth. So, and, and we are a part of that. Spiritually speaking, we are descendants of Abraham because the word of God and God and, and Christ brought salvation, the salvation of God to us through his sacrifice. So, all right, that is chapter 13 of the book of Genesis. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you. And remember... God loves you.